You are listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Michael Kotzen, a podiatric physician and surgeon in private practice in Van Nuys, California, and I'm your host. With me today is Dr. Jack Morgan, a podiatric physician and surgeon in private practice in Monterey Park, California for over 34 years. Dr. Morgan is the past president of the American Board of Podiatric Orthopedics. Dr. Morgan is board certified in podiatric orthopedics as well as podiatric surgery. He is a fellow of the American College of Foot and Ankle Surgeons. He is an attending staff member at the LAUSC Medical Center. He is a clinical research director for Integrative Medical Technologies. In addition, Dr. Morgan has over 30 years of experience in directing surgical residency training and is an attending member of the Baja Project for Crippled Children, a program aimed at helping underprivileged children with complex foot and ankle surgeries. Dr. Morgan, thank you for being with us today. Michael, thank you for having me on your program. Today we are discussing the evolution of podiatric surgery. Dr. Morgan, I wanted to ask you, what are some of the newer surgical treatment options available for patients suffering from recurrent heel pain? It's such a common problem today with the population as a whole. It is the number one reason that patients seek help from a podiatric physician. Just a little bit of background, Dr. Kotzen, in regards to podiatry and podiatric medicine. Podiatrists are specialists of foot and ankle in medicine, and it is a profession that requires getting an undergraduate degree, going to four years of podiatric medical school, and then followed by residency training with a minimum of two to three years of training prior to going into practice. We are that specialty of medicine that provides care for foot and ankle problems and lower extremity problems that affect the foot and ankle. Number one reason that heels have become more of a problematic area is that we've become a sidewalk jungle, so to speak. The surfaces that we walk on, the mechanics of how we have to adapt to these surfaces. It is the number one cause of people seeking help in a podiatric office. People today have jobs that require prolonged standing. And when you look at the average person who takes a job at a standing position, he doesn't get evaluated prior to that position whether or not that is the most effective way for his body to function. A lot of people suffer from mechanical problems of their lower extremities. These mechanical problems can be everything from torsional abnormalities, which are those that happen while we develop from our twisting of our bone structure to a normal structure as adult, to overuse of our musculature due to the fact that our feet collapse more than they should. These result in then the body no longer functioning in a normal capacity during standing and walking, requiring increased muscle activity to hold their feet together. Remember, we have 26 bones that have to function together. When we first step down on our foot, our foot has to adapt to the ground. It becomes a very loose structure. Our foot then has to move to a very stiff structure to propel from the ground. If for any reason, during the time that our heel hits the ground to the time our toes come off the ground, we don't do the normal biomechanical function that our foot is supposed to go through, we will then compensate. And that compensation will be generally what causes symptomatology. Now, if you stay in the loose position of our foot, which is the adaptable portion which we have when we first hit the ground, our foot then has this instability as we walk over it, requiring stretching of soft tissue and muscle activity. 
The most common cause of heel pain is due to excessive stretching of the plantar fascia. It's a ligament which supports the bottom of our foot. It gets stretched when our foot begins to collapse down. It attaches firmly to the heel bone and attaches to the soft tissue in the front portion of our ball of foot. When we continue to stand and stretch this ligament, it becomes inflamed, producing what is called plantar fasciitis. This inflammation is painful, and it hurts in the arch of our foot. Prolonged periods of plantar fasciitis will eventually cause the fascia to begin to tear away from the attachment at the heel bone. This attachment is through a cover called periosteum. It's that thin layer that's left on the last layer that you take off of a rib when you eat spare ribs. As you remove that periosteum, it can be very painful because that's where the nerve supply is and cause you significant pain in your heel. It additionally is the blood supply and also the bone supply for the bone, thereby being able to lay down new bone, which causes what is called a spur. Traditionally, these have been treated conservatively, and most people will get better with conservative treatment. You ask, what are more of the innovative things that have happened for these problems? Today, there are three approaches that are far less invasive than the common surgical approaches that have been used in the past. One is called extracorporeal shockwave. It's using a high or a low-impact shock to your heel area. This produces an increased blood flow to the area and allows the fascia to reattach to the bone, thereby healing the problem. Additionally, a new treatment is called cryosurgery. This allows the area which is most painful to be treated with a freezing probe, which eliminates the symptomatology associated with heel spurs. As a matter of fact, I found this to be the most effective way of treating heel pain that does not improve with the use of conservative therapy. If you've just tuned in, you are listening to Reach MD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Michael Kotzen, and I am speaking with Dr. Jack Morgan, and we are discussing the evolution of podiatric surgery. Dr. Morgan, you talked a little bit about cryosurgery for the use of recurrent heel pain. What other technologies have really grabbed your attention in recent years? If we're talking about heel pain and what we're doing in heel pain, there is another technique, which is radiofrequency. Radiofrequency technology is used in a similar manner as cryosurgery, where radiofrequency probe is placed in the most intense areas of where the pain on your heel would be, and it allows for increased vascularization, allowing healing in that area. This is certainly faster and more effective than going through a large open surgical procedure for removal of the spur or release of the fascia. Although endoscopic plantar fascia release, which is done using arthroscopic equipment through small little incisions to incise the plantar fascia, has been successful in relieving chronic heel pain. Dr. Morgan, I wanted to get your opinion on what do you see on the horizon for the future of podiatric surgery? Podiatric surgery has evolved from being very open cutting to now being smaller incisions and more highly technical equipment that we're using so that we can be more precise in the type of procedures we perform. Today, we perform operations using highly technical equipment, which includes cameras that we can see into areas without having to open an area up special implants which are more effective and more functional for use in both the big toe joint as well as in other parts of the midfoot and rear foot, the use of compression screws, plates, so that surgery, which is previously done with pins, 
now have a much more compressive nature, allowing faster and more efficient healing. We also have new technologies in the area of bioabsorbable materials, as well as biological materials which will assist in healing, such as bone paste, new types of graft materials that are synthetic so that we don't have to use other parts of your body to replace areas within your foot that require materials to heal with. So the future is getting better and better for reconstructive foot surgery. I know that you've had many years' experience working with the Baja Project for Crippled Children. Can you tell us a little bit about what kind of work you do with this program? This is a philanthropic program that we have done for the past 30-plus years. It started with bringing children from Mexico into California to the California College of Podiatric Medicine and providing them with that special ability to reconstruct their deformities. It since has evolved to now a team of physicians that go into Mexico and other parts of Central America and around the world to perform reconstructive surgery for children that are born with congenital deformities. Treating for infants is wonderful because they have the greatest opportunity to eliminate the need for surgery in the future unless you're born with a congenital deformity. When we see children at a very early age, such as birth, we are able to provide them with conservative care, including casting, stretching, manipulation, to allow this to eliminate certain types of deformities. You might ask, what are those deformities? The most common deformities that we see is metatarsus adductus. This is a deformity in which the front part of the foot is turned in compared to the mid part of the foot. It happens in 1 in 500 births. Another one would be talipes calcaneal valgus. Sounds funny, but it's the precursor to what we know today as a collapsed or flat foot, also occurring in 1 in 500 births. And the last one is called clubfoot, which is a congenital deformity occurring in approximately 1 in 2,000 births. Today, we have procedures for all of these that can be treated conservatively and surgically. We have implants that can be used for people that have deformities such as a collapsed foot. That small implant can re-support the foot and allow it to grow in its normal position. The biggest problem that we have with children that are born with problems is that if they're not treated early, they will continue to make their foot stay in this abnormal position. The joints will form around that abnormal position, and as an adult, all we can do is control it rather than change it, versus as an infant, they can actually wear a device that works like wearing braces on your teeth to change the position of your foot so that it can actually form into the new position where they don't need anything in the adult life. Lastly, Dr. Morgan, if you could make one statement to fellow physicians and patients regarding the evolution of podiatric surgery, what would it be? I believe that what we've seen most effectively help us with podiatric surgery is the advancement that we now know in the area of biomechanics. Today, when we look at foot surgery, we're not looking at what do we have to do to put bones back into their correct position. We're looking at what happened to make them go out of position. And what effect will that have on total body function? So prior to any surgical procedure performed by a podiatric surgeon, he will evaluate the biomechanical function of the way you walk and determine which muscles are working effectively or which muscles are compensating for your deformity. Additionally, we'll look at how your joint functions and which joints have stability and which joints don't have stability. The fact of using all forms both technically available to us for evaluating biomechanics, as well as our own clinical judgment and muscle testing, gait analysis, and range of motion effectively improve the procedures that are performed in surgery today. 
Dr. Morgan, I know that you've had many years' experience working with the Baja Project for Crippled Children. Can you tell us a little bit about what kind of work you do with this program? Thank you for asking that question. This is a uh, philanthropic program that we have done for the past 30-plus years. It started with bringing children from Mexico into California to the California College of Podiatric Medicine and providing them with that special ability to reconstruct their deformities. It since has evolved to now a team of physicians that go into Mexico and other parts of Central America and around the world to perform reconstructive surgery for children that are born with general deformities. Podiatric medicine is that area of healthcare that treats the lower extremity, ankle and feet for infants from birth to geriatrics, basically. And the area of treating for infants is wonderful because they have the greatest opportunity to eliminate the need for surgery in the future unless you're born with a congenital deformity. But when we see children at a very early age, such as birth, we are able to provide them with conservative care, including casting, stretching, manipulation, to allow this to eliminate certain types of deformities. You might ask, what are those deformities? The most common deformities that we see, number one, metatarsus adductus. This is a deformity in which the front part of the foot is turned in compared to the mid part of the foot. It happens in one in 500 births. Another one would be talipes calcaneal valgus. Sounds funny, but it's the precursor to what we know today as a collapsed or flat foot, also occurring in one in 500 births. And the last one is called clubfoot, which is a congenital deformity occurring in approximately 1 in 2,000 births. Today, we have procedures for all of these that can be treated conservatively and surgically. We have implants that can be used for people that have deformities such as a collapsed foot. That small implant can re-support the foot and allow it to grow in its normal position. The biggest problem that we have with children that are born with problems is that If they're not treated early, they will continue to make their foot stay in this abnormal position. The joints will form around that abnormal position. And as an adult, all we can do is control it rather than change it. Versus as an infant, they can actually wear a device that works like wearing braces on your teeth to change the position of your foot so that it can actually form into the new position where they don't need anything in the adult life. I am Dr. Michael Kotzen, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. My thanks to Dr. Jack Morgan of Monterey Park, California, for joining me today, and we have been discussing the evolution of podiatric surgery. Be sure to visit our website, ReachMD.com, now featuring podcasts of this and other featured series. Thank you for listening.